you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's scruffy-looking? wanna buckle up, baby. Friends, creatures of the galaxy, welcome to episode 167 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, where if you're hearing it first, here, you're definitely hearing it last. So, please, <laughs> sit back in your lounger with a nice, cool libation on this hot New England summer afternoon. It is fracking hot up here. And let's have a fun chat about Star Wars, Kenobi, Breaking and Entering, Let's just let's just have a nice chat about Star Wars. It's going to be great. So, taking you on this splendid journey are your usual suspects. First up, with me, I am Jimmy Dice in the great state of Maine, Mr. Ed Bosshart. How's it going, man? Hey, that's me, and I'm happy to be here and talk some Star Wars and do some Bad Batch talking and some... I'm really wondering what Kev did this week. Little sizzle. And you were just... <laughs> Ed is just bubbling with excitement you can't just cannot contain this energy that's going on right now so across the pond the man as we all know who does not know how to work too much or does know how to not work too much excuse me mr kevin garbett how are you big week for hey, you huh hey, hey i'm good i am good lots to talk about this week and um, i'm out of jail let's just sizzle <laughs> that shall we <laughs> okay all right We'll all talk right. about that later. Yes, I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. Second Excellent. vaccine this week. Second vaccine. I am up to date and I can't. Nice. Let's talk to Star Wars now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, excellent. Excellent. Also, man, who else has a second vaccine? Our man next to him over in this beautiful UK land, Mr. Christopher Hall. How's it going, man? Good evening, everyone. I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. I've not had as exciting a week as Kev, but, you know, we're all right. I'm looking forward to hearing about these shenanigans. There's a lot of shenanigans going on here, and we're excited to be sharing them with a very special guest today. Another first-time guest, this guitar-slaying badass co-host, Bad Motivators, and the Sith List. Please welcome Mr. Eric Strothers. Welcome, man. Guys, thanks so much for having me on, man. This is fantastic. You do do a good show, and uh, I feel like I'm just going to fit right in with you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you saying that, man. Yeah, well, my friend. We always say, uh, we always say, uh, you know, keep our fingers crossed every time we hit the record button, and just uh, as they say, a band that starts together and ends together is together. So they do say that, that. Everything that happens in the middle is kind of like, mm, <laughs> as long as we end together, it should be <laughs> fine. So. Before we dive into our regularly scheduled programming, we're going to take this opportunity to get to know our special guests. So, Mr. Chris Hall, if you please, yes. take it from here. Okay. Okay. So, when we have a first-time guest on there, we like to ask a few. We've got some a set of scruffy questions. But bef before we get to that, before we get into the questions, like we've recently had Cruiser on, 
one of your excellent co-hosts of the Bad Motivators, and he gave us like a rundown of what yours do. In fact, it went balls deep into your history on the pod for about <laughs> twenty-five minutes, to be honest. And we couldn't we couldn't shut him up, but we we did make him wait for like an hour. So, um, and every time Dallas has been on, he's been on several times and ruined the show. Um, <laughs> so it takes great delight in that, mate, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. So I think our, our listeners are well versed on the bad motivators, and it's been a minute since we had a Raj on. So just for like the one, probably the one new listener we've picked up since then, just give give us a lowdown on the other excellent podcast that you do, the Sith List. So the Sith List is an all things geek podcast with a very strong slant towards Star Wars. And um, usually what happens is I'm the Star Wars guy on the show. And right before we record, King Tom tells me everything I'm supposed to say. And it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got the news covered. And then we do the show. And for the longest time, and you know, because like just work and what I happen to like, I don't consume hardly any other fandoms except Star Wars. So, so many episodes would go like this. All right, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. Eric, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? No. Okay. All right, Eric, we're going to talk about Breaking Bad. Have you ever seen Breaking Bad? No. And it was every time. So finally, I go through Jags where it's probably much like you guys were when Cruiser was on, where I don't speak for like 45 minutes on the show. (laughs) But, uh, It is a great show, man. And Araj, the amount of effort and work he puts into producing that thing is tremendous. And I give him a ton of crap, but man, he he is great at what he does. Excellent. Yes, very highly recommended. So let's get to these questions, Eric. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, correct answer. Correct answer. Right. I knew you were going to say correct answer. Right out the gate. <laughs> I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you. <laughs> so what is your least favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, I, I want to say Attack of the Clones, but I almost said The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> both are the right answer. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah, that's that's a, a common response. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, do you have a favorite Star Wars TV show? Uh, thus far, it has been The Mandalorian. Uh, I love this show, but at the same time, you know, the animated stuff has been great too. Mm. And uh, everything they've got coming down the shoot, I can't imagine me not just being blown away by it. So, I think The Mandalorian's safe right now as far as like that <laughs> Star Wars TV goes. But you never know, man. It could be a hotly contested race after this. Excellent. So as a as a long time Bad Motivators listener, I know that you're a big fan of the um, Darth Plagueis book. So <laughs> other, <laughs> other other than the Darth Plagueis novel, do you have another favorite book at all, Eric? Um I think probably my favorite Star Wars book and uh, thus far was Either the last of the Aftermath trilogy or the first of the the Front Thrawn trilogy of the new canon. Those were both really good. Uh, I mean, there's some some other honorable mentions, too. Like, Dark Disciple is kind of out there as far as, like, what the new canon's really about. Because it's it's like a Clone Wars arc just put into book form. (laughs) It's a solid one, too. So, there's been some really good stuff. Nice. 
I love that I always nod along when I ask these questions, but I've got no idea what people are talking <laughs> that about. Question, that question was mostly for me. Yeah, but Chris, you look good doing it, here. mate. You were like, yeah, good, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's great. Because yeah. <laughs> you've got the perfect beard for the, yeah. mm, mm, <laughs> oh, you know, the stroke in the chin. I'm here, I'm doing this like anybody can see me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you've been recently been playing a lot of Red Dead, haven't you, with... Is it Red Dead you've been playing yet? A ton, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Way too much. It's embarrassing when I go and look at the stats, and it's like 65 days and something, and it's like, you've so you've played 65 days. Because no, I'm like, no, no, no. That's 65 blocks of 24 hours. They just sum it up that way. It's easier. So a lot, yeah. Awesome. Because you've been playing with the honorary fifth member of the Scuffers, Mr. David Strutt, haven't you? Yes. Oh. Yes, I have, man. We have, we have a good time. He's a lad. He's a lad. He's, um, he's big on Red Dead, isn't he? He was he's talked about it loads, hasn't he? The old Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do you, uh, outside of that, Eric, have you got a favorite Star Wars game? Uh, I really, really like Jedi Fallen Order. Um, you know, I mean, you got your classic yeah. stuff, but like the, the thing I really want to focus on is like going forward is that is, was a great game and like a good first step into like a large scale world mm. star wars game because mm-hmm. you know if they could take the formula for red dead and turn it into star wars dude i mean dude. i'd probably need to quit my job for a while dude. <laughs> <laughs> Real, man. Real. it's just not open world enough just so like you know okay i don't need to lose my job over this this is cool i like this game right How yeah i did take you to beat it um the first time so oh, first the, time, multiple times you've beaten this game. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, so the first time I was pretty new that, to be back to gaming, right? Because I used to be way into gaming back in probably like um, the last major release I'd gotten like when it came out was uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City on PC. Nice. And then I just went through this long jag where I realized, and very accurately so, that I... It, video games get consume me and if i have to do anything else i need to just not play but it's, mm. i don't know what made me do it because it was like right before the all the lockdown started i decided i would buy an, an xbox one x and oh my god it was the saving grace man so the, <laughs> the, the first time i would say i i it took me um, probably four weeks of just you know playing when i could here and there yeah but then once they did that past update where uh whatever that was where they added the new game plus thing Mm. whenever that was so there i beat it in about eight days of pretty hardcore playing but i 100 percent of it i'm talking all the xbox achievements the whole bit like even the stupid ones like making the one horse goat looking thing kick you after you've kicked it that one's hard to get and it's (laughs) <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the worst because with the with the melee attacks, you don't even know for sure that you're going to kick when you do it. You got to position yourself just right, and you got to get it. And this sounds like this is headed the wrong way, but you got to get it to where it's stuck against the wall, and you're coming at it from behind. You can't turn around. <laughs> Didn't go in <laughs> eight days. I'd say that's pretty fast, wouldn't you, Kev? Mate, uh, I'm impressed with that. I'm not going to lie. But more, can I can I just say, Eric? More on that later. Fall All right. Away. Hold that right. thought. All right, my friend. Oh, Hold that thought. Okay. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Eric. Who is your favorite Jedi? Luke Skywalker, hands down. Oh, Correct. Oh, Correct. <laughs> Good Correct answer. And then flip to that. Who's your favorite villain? Oof. 
Man, that's hard. I I was so intrigued by Kylo Ren as a villain because there's like so many layers to him and he's so conflicted and so much of a loose cannon. But I mean, like overall, I would say the most badass villain is still Darth Vader, no matter what. But I mean, Kylo Ren is a close second. I mean, it, it would be all, you know, I would tend to maybe think about like a non force user, but I mean, let's be serious. It's got to be somebody that uses the force. So yeah, that oh, I'll say Vader. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Good answer. So, these are all my outside of the, the main, the main characters. These are always my favorites. Like who's your favorite background? Like weirdo. Probably cruiser. <laughs> Background. Oh, in the movies. Oh, oh, right. Universe. Um, I like the, uh, and this is so dumb, but there's something about it that like cracks me up every single time, and that would be on um, Attack of the Cl- or it was, yeah, it's the beginning of Attack of the Clones, where they end up. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not at the bar. It's when he goes to the space opera, right? And you mm. see this chick walking up with like, I mean, she's wearing like suspenders just <laughs> over her breasts. And it's like, nobody's going to say anything about that. <laughs> her. That's just, just for the, just the brazenness of it. Good on her, well, man. Well, that's, that's definitely a, uh, a first time answer on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who is like, who's the person that you see on screen and you think, what a prick. Like your least favorite character that really gets under your skin. Because I've got a long list of these. Um, (laughs) Oh man, that that is tough. I thought that uh, Tarkin's a total butthole. Um, I love his character, but the dude, he's a That's quite opposite from our last episode. <laughs> that is, that, from our last guest there, Emily. That, oh, yeah, uh, Emily loves him. Just certain things about the man. But yeah, him. Um, you know, we haven't seen him on screen yet, but Thrawn is a. a seeing him in cartoons is close enough. He's a dick, too. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Jimmy's on gold now. Jimmy's on gold. Where's he gone? Oh, oh. He is a villain. He is. I love it. I love it. So I know that you build, well, you've got about a million hobbies, but one of your hobbies is you build lightsabers, don't you? Yes, yeah, sir. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> so what, what color would your lightsaber be? Green. Oh, you're just saying all the right Correct things. Answer. <laughs> Correct. Answer. That's a tough one, man, because, you know, like your classic, they, they refer to it as the Graflex hilt, which, yeah. you know, the original Luke Skywalker lightsaber was made out of, there's a camera company called Graflex, and it was a flash tube. You know, it's they just took the big light thing off of the top and turned it into a lightsaber hilt. But, man, Luke's lightsaber from Return of the Jedi is mm. so rad, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Agreed. Awesome. Have you built that one, Eric? Have you ever I built one for Steel Saunders. Okay. And, ah, yeah, yes. Yeah. And yeah. I've got a blank sitting here, at the, and I've got all the guts for it, too. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. That'll be my personal one. Nice. Awesome. So we were talking about, before we started recording, we are talking about the amount of collectibles that you've acquired over the over the years. I mean, you guys had a pretty good run on the Bad Motivators for uh, who got what 
every week <laughs> every week for quite some time so amongst all the stuff that you've got eric have you got hands down a favorite collectible i think the best thing i have is the um I can't even think of what the what they called it, but it's the most giant Millennium Falcon ever made. It's the one that they just recently re-released for as a Galaxy's Edge thing with different yeah. figures in it. But the, this one's the original one in the front. It's like the Legacy Collection, I think it might be called. Uh, um, it's I, I wish I could. So just FYI, I use a MacBook, and it's all these little USB-C connectors, and so it looks like an octopus. And if you breathe on it just wrong, suddenly you have no audio and no internet. So I'm not going to point it over there. But I had this <laughs> shelf over to the side that I call my shelf of many Falcons. And I've got that giant ass falcon and what makes it so special to me man is i do this uh, up until this past year i do this big trans-siberian orchestra tribute show at christmas time every year and it was our 10th year and my team surprised me it was on our, our final show of the year and uh we were all lining up doing the introductions to the crowd and they surprised me with this thing still new in the box from the collectible place huh. that i like to shop at Ooh. and they ta- like, caught me totally off guard my reaction's totally genuine and that that's what makes it mean so much my sail awesome. barge is a close second though. awesome <gasps> <laughs> wicked um so is it if the bad motivators were the Max Rebo band. <laughs> Who would be which member? Well, I would be Max Rebo because I would be the band leader and the only one that's good at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Luke would probably be like the clarinet guy. Yeah, and then Dallas would probably be the guy that set up all of our shit before it was time to start. <laughs> not even in the band. <laughs> that his, his, his shirt would say "Towel Manager" on it. <laughs> towel it. Manager, Max Rebo Crew, Max Rebo Crew. <laughs> Brilliant. So we know that we're getting like a shitload of Disney Plus content. So. Out of everything that's been announced, what are you most ex- excited about? Well, right now I'm pretty on fire for Book of Boba Fett, yeah. but the acolyte for like no more than we have been told about it has really like piqued my interest. But it's like just when you think you know what it's supposed to be about, like suddenly you don't. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. It's going to be completely unexplored bliss. But I, I really think that has the potential to be cool as well. Yeah, just, yeah. That's uh, that's piqued our interest as well. So well the outside, word, just the word acolyte. I mean, it, that's like so much mystique and intrigue it built in already. So Cool. So outside of all the stuff we know we're getting, what would you if you were in charge, Eric, what would you make? What show would you be doing? Oh, man, that is tough. <laughs> uh, you know, like what I would most like to see, is, and I realize this is probably low-hanging fruit, but anything that starts to fill in what happened basically in, like, say, the 10 years leading up to The Force Awakens. So something in there, as far as like like going with the main timeline, the, like the Skywalker saga, here's what I would love to know is how do we get to that opening scene of The Force Awakens? But like past that, 
any of this like elite commando crap and all that that stuff would be cool too even if it had nothing to do with the jedi or the force or anything just because i find the universe and the imagery so interesting uh it would take that but yeah filling that gap up and i mean obviously they're going to at some point but i just hope i'm still alive (laughs) (laughs) it does feel like the books didn't fully touch on the 10 years they did like before the 10 years a lot but then there's like this period of time where it's like not much is set. It's so, empty. Yeah. yeah. It's completely void. It's almost like they're planning. They don't want anyone to step in there yet. Right. Well, because they even, figure out what's going on. Even when they do touch on it, it's just like, there's something going on way over there. Looks like they're up to something. Guess we'll have to keep an eye on that. And that's all they address it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, looks like some sort of orders going on over there. It might be the first <laughs> or the second. The first, maybe. <laughs> yeah. This is the first order that we've seen around here. That could be bad, but let's just ignore Some it. Some kind of killer, maybe a star <laughs> killer. Yeah. Uh, over there. So, is there a is there an actor or actress that you would uh, love to see in that show? Oh man, the, the the actress that I would most love to see in any Star Wars property is Aaron Kellyman. Whether she's Infus Nastigan or not, she rules, man. And uh, I would I would think, I would love to see her back as Infus Nast in something. But in that in that show, I don't know where she'd fit in in that, but who cares? Just put her in there. She's got the coolest hair of all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you're not biased. Man. You're not biased at all, though, are you? Cause she, at uh, all. No. Told you that you'd got really cool hair. As she well. said, she told me, and I and I've never told this story before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the first word she spoke to me was, "I love your hair." My buddy Luke Matz was with me in line when that happened, and he knew right then. Well, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> Second day of celebration, and it's going to be he's going to tell this story a thousand times, and he was not wrong. And he's correct. Yeah. <laughs> was this at um, Was this at Chicago? Uh, yes, yes. Nice. And our uh, Mr. Hall here put together quite an excellent piece of art depicting exactly how it went down. Not really, <laughs> <laughs> but all the all the um, the speaking was accurate the the uh the text because what i said was thanks <laughs> I, I grew it myself <laughs> it's real uh, oh yeah it's, it's my real but by the end her entire table of like her her crew like her mom was there and what was probably like her girlfriend looking back they were making fun of me quite a bit. Like, not in a joking, ha-ha, he's in on it kind of way, but they're like, this guy is a dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Look at the nerd. She was not wrong either, so. Yeah. <laughs> you are not wrong. Brilliant. Um, so we know that you're a big music guy, Eric. Um, this, is a, this is a two-part question. So is there, is there one piece of music in all of Star Wars that hits you right in the feels and gets you emotional every time. And what's the one piece of Star Wars music that gets you thinking, fuck yeah, that's metal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the first one, the first one, man, the, just the, the quiet force theme is like, hits me right in the feels. If you, 
you put that where it's, you know, because it, it's been used, that motif has been used mm. in so many instances from like bombastic, but to the very soft, like almost pining away that you see like that to me is amazing. But yeah. the most metal, metal music cue in all of Star Wars is Duel of the Fates. It's, it's, it's like yeah. so uh, for the bad motivators patreon i do this show once a month called that's metal and some episodes are about which mr hall needs to we need to hook up and do that uh like i talk about a specific album that you know is big influence in metal and uh that sort of thing uh one episode i talked about the taylor swift city of lover concert with Brittany brown in which she told me after we were done recording that like everything was cutting out and she had a hard time following along so that made for oh, great no. podcasting but <laughs> i did w- an episode called john williams the metal maestro <laughs> and oh, what wow. i was doing was comparing the band galactic empire right the, if you're familiar with them they do you know they're the guys who dress up they did all the star wars stuff but they do mm-hmm. it like or they take an orchestration and just replace the classical instruments with guitars, bass, and that sort of thing. And I would cut in between the, the orchestra version of the song and them. And it's really didn't make you feel any different, which was proof positive that John Williams is a metal masterpiece, man. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Very nice. I have a question for you, actually. If you're going back to uh, the book, um, the Aftermath series, you said Empire's End, the third one. Um, that was like one of our more favorite uh, or uh, newer books that you like. Towards the end of that book where um, you have Grand Admiral Ray Sloan going in, checking out like the Sith underground like uh, bunker hideaway in Jakku and stuff like that. Did you feel like you just wanted to like get like 20 more pages on like what's in there, all the cool shit that's in there. Like what's Palpatine hiding down here? Uh, absolutely. And the fact that they've just like, Oh, and then remember that guy, Gallius Rax we mentioned, don't worry about him either. It's <laughs> yeah. He's it's like, like, he's here and now he's gone. I was like, it's what? Like, yeah. It's, it's aspects of that that I'm like, Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, it was cool hearing about, you know, the scariest hut to ever, you know, grace star Wars, but dude, <laughs> and they've just got they just they just dropped that there and just walked off okay yeah. yeah i would love to know more about that because you know honestly we know nothing about what the, any of that was supposed to accomplish at all except that it was in a book and it happened mm-hmm. yeah it was like yeah. a dead end in storytelling right there yeah it was, weird. I, it, it was such a tease and it's like you because the a lot of like palpatine's you know secrety sith shit is really kind of flushed out or sussed out a lot in the expanded universe stuff like you always kind of hear tidbits here and there and everywhere and i'd like for them to do more of that like maybe he is the acolyte i don't know it would be cool to see um some more backstory on pelps and like his little setup of everything that's been going on but i was just curious to see what your vibe was and it's similar to mine it's like they just teased it like all mm-hmm. this cool little sith trinkets and stuff like that <clears throat> and then just nothing it's like nah yeah. see you later well i mean <laughs> and when you think about too so like mentioning gallius racks they everybody assumed oh my god it's snoke that's who this is gonna be mm. and to have somebody that you instantly assume that about and then to just unceremoniously kill him off it's it's like oh what a what a letdown! Did he jump into another body via the force? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, never, yeah. A la Darth Bane, and uh, from from those old series. Yeah, the 
it was a big deal introducing him in those books and then just a real kind of side stroke just to write him right out. Yeah. I was expecting maybe a little bit more a tie into another character maybe that we were more familiar with. Uh, and I'm not like making this as an allusion towards, uh, towards Thrawn or anything like that, but just give <laughs> sure. me more, give me more content. Sure, you right? are, Ultimately it's just <laughs> give me more stuff, help fill that gap, that like 10 year gap that just whatever the hell is happening after return of the Jedi and the force awakens. Like resistance does a little Mando's getting getting into that as well, but like you said, there's still a chunk of time that's just unexplored, and I wonder how they're going to do that. And I'm really excited to get there. Oh yeah, same man. Same. They'll get to it, Jimmy, won't they? Come on, yeah, Jimmy, are you are you digging uh, the High Republic stuff? I am. Uh, I haven't I haven't finished reading. Uh, oh, I did. We did read uh, End of the Dark and um, and the first High Republic book. I Light really. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Light Light Jedi. Jedi. I really enjoyed them. Um, I like that whole era, that whole the, that old old. Mm-hmm. You know, the Republic is at its peak kind of thing. Uh, I'll, I'll mention it later on, but I'm rereading the Darth Bane trilogy right now, which you know sets thousand years before the events of A New Hope. Um, yeah. I liked it. I really liked the characters. They introduced a lot of characters, but they introduced a lot of characters in a way that. They each could have their own cool little story. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the way that they kind of pulled off. Here's a whole slew of characters with this book, and you know you can you can kind of uh, gravitate towards one or another. Uh, I can't really think of all the characters right now because I've only read the book just once. I usually like to read read books after a while, but um, but I know. Do you have any favorite characters from Light of uh, Light of the Jedi? Oh man, um, there were so many. I get like remembering their <laughs> names. Tell me about yeah. it. It's impossible. <laughs> know, that was like, that was one of our big complaints. It's like, I mean, I love, I really enjoyed the book, but yes. I did have a hard time remembering who was who. And like, um, I could tell you, well, the Jedi that did the, you know, the whole pulling everybody's force powers together, like you know, sort of a hub inside mm-hmm. us. That's cool. Can't remember her name for anything. But that's really neat. It's Captain Marvel. Yes, exactly. That was it. Brie Larson Jedi, isn't it? Yes, it's the Brie Larson Jedi. Brie Larson's character. I literally just zoned out for the past 10 minutes because I don't (laughs) understand any of that. Until we said Brie Larson. He said Brie Larson, I'm back in the room. (laughs) He's back in for us, reeling him back in. Awesome, man. Um, Ed, do you have a question for uh, Eric? I do. Uh, So, Eric. You're in the five oh first, am I right? Yes, sir. Barely. Barely. I'm the least active member of my five oh first garrison for sure. <laughs> nice. Well, I was just thinking maybe you were more active at one point, but I was just thinking if um you you have a stormtrooper outfit or, or I do. Yeah. I have a the a New Hope original TK. And it's it's really cool, man. And um it's a lot of work. If anybody wants to get into it, there's a lot of resources out there. But I mean, admittedly, it's pretty dope. Whether I ever manage to get out very often, I, I'm like once every ten months, I'll suit up and go to a troop. As a matter of fact, next week, uh, Dominic Pace. If you guys are familiar with him, he was uh, Gecko. Uh, Gecko, thank you. In this first season of the Mandalorian, he's doing a signing. Man, that dude has managed to do pretty well off of that character. It certainly has. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, he's he's doing a signing at a like a collectible store, and uh, I volunteered to go down there and hang out in my stormtrooper. I'm hoping 
post COVID that it fits like it did pre COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to see the fattest stormtrooper ever in that line there. Yeah. Like, who's this guy here? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look. I won't look quite like Chris Griffin whenever, you know, in the, but it'll be close, man. It'll be close. Oh. Well, along those lines, um, do you have a like super memorable, like funniest, whatever, whatever, a memorable experience, like troop that you've done? Oh my gosh. So yeah. And here's the funny thing is I was by myself. It was one, like normally what will happen is people send in a request and it like passes through the normal, like chain of command, if you will. And then they look for somebody to take a lead on it and do all this stuff. Well, on this one, somebody contacted me directly and asked me to go to this make a wish, like um, reunion thing. Cause I'd done this one pickup deal for this kid who it meant the world to him and he's losing his eyesight. And, mm-hmm. um, but like, because I was this giant white, blur he instantly recognized i was a stormtrooper and hung out with me and really he was at that magic age where he just assumed that was my actual job nice as i was a stormtrooper <laughs> and i'm like yep well i gotta get going my boss he's a real dick he'll just choke me out if i don't show up on time but i was so i go to this thing right and it's at this place that's very similar to like a um dave and busters but for kids if you're familiar with what I'm talking about, like they got yeah. miniature bowling and laser tag. It's like and a casino for children. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, I'm making sure. the rounds, right? And there's these little kids and the mom asks if I'll take a picture with them. And I'm like, sure. Well, just so you know, take your hand and put it right under your eyes over the bridge of your nose. That is exactly how much you can see down around. You can't see anything in those helmets and these kids swore me and start like punching me and pulling on me and trying to knock me down and there's literally nothing i can do and the mom is only half-heartedly going now johnny why don't you knock it off and i was like i'm gonna kick your kid in the teeth if this doesn't stop because dude if, if you're like a turtle if you fall you got to have somebody push you back over you're, you're never gonna make it and yeah that's when like i don't know if i'm cut oh, off for this God. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, that's why they say at all the conventions, look but don't touch. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. True, Appreciate that. Nice. So how long have you been in then, Father First? Um, I'd, I'd say it's been two and a half years now, something like yeah. that. And, you know, I've been out like probably eight times and okay. at all that time where a buddy of mine just celebrated his 100th troop and he got approved around the same time I did. I'm like, oh, I only got 92 <laughs> more to catch you, Ryan. And he's got, he's now, he started out with the original trilogy, you know, the A New Hope TK. And now he's got um, a TIE pilot, a just finished up a, a Greedo, and Holy um damn. tons of other stuff i think he's got a snow trooper uh several mm. several and it's like to the point where everybody jokes about it you know he's got one of every costume i don't know how he how he finds the time where he puts them Jesus. all yeah does he have kids loaded no he doesn't have children ah okay yeah, that oh, that's where okay. that explains it all yeah <laughs> that explains everything fair play to him i must admit at that point well done it to all makes sense <laughs> Kev, yeah. you could do it too. Same. Yeah, I, I could if I could be bothered. I mean, that's the big thing. <laughs> if I could be bothered. <laughs> so if just I just I do want to be really honest yeah. with anybody because I know what everybody thinks that if you have stormtrooper armor, you probably get laid constantly. <laughs> that is 
inaccurate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? what you think. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Chicks do not dig it like you would think. I mean, I figured it'd drive them off. Thank God I'm married because I probably would never be if I didn't. You know, it's outrageous. Already. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my idea out there, isn't it? I was really hoping for that. <laughs> Can you imagine walking around dressed as a stormtrooper trying to chat women up? That's just that image is just hilarious, isn't it? What is your I number? Move along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so awful. Yes, would you like to go to the bedroom? Move along. Move along. You're like that. Move along. <laughs> Do we have yeah. any other questions for Mr. Strathers? Anybody? Yes, Eric, one final question for me. I'm ready. So you know you know how you make lightsabers and you Yes. Yeah. You do Free shipping to the UK, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> free shipping to the UK. Well, much like anything else that offers that? free shipping, I'll build it into the price <laughs> and claim it's free shipping. That's right. That's right. Well People played. are like, oh, well you, that, you, you subscribe to Disney Plus, right? Oh, that's free. No, it's not. You use subscribe in the front part of the sentence. <laughs> uh, well played. Well played. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Although that's just cool that you. How long have you been making them? Um, I mean, I've been working on sabers for about four years now, yeah. and um, it started out I was just going to build one for myself just mm. to see if I could, and I was doing this. Um, if anybody's familiar, I live in the Midwest in the states, and there's a town called Branson, Missouri, that's sort of like they refer to it as like the Redneck Riviera, where it's you know lots of theaters, lots of shows, and stuff, and. Um, you know, most of them are country music and it's like you'll have your, your uh, old yeah. classics there, like Andy Williams Theater and all this. Well, we were doing this Trans-Hiberian Orchestra rock show thing there. And nice. we were the only rock show really in the, in the deal, but we were only doing three shows uh, every, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And we'd get there on th- and we'd have tons of downtime. So I started buying parts and, and building this thing out. And then once I did, somebody else wanted one. So I did it. And then I worked out a deal with the guy that I buy the hilt kits from. Well, hey, man, what if I buy 10 of them? Drive my per unit cost way <laughs> down. And then sure. you know, you I'm like, I'm going to be rich. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> now you're talking Kev's language. It's like I do. Talk you money know, to me. Talk money, baby. I Let's do go. sell them for, for a pretty decent amount. But yeah. assuming my labor is worth nothing. I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Assuming my labor's worth anything, I'm broke AF, man. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's how they I usually can, go. Uh, well, if you don't do that. it all the time, it's like every time I get ready to start working on a saber, it's like, okay, I got to refresh myself on how to do this expediently. If I would just sit down and like try to build 10 of them at one time, assembly line style, it would be a lot better, you know, but I just don't do it. But man, having lightsabers is cool, and they do get you laid all the time. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> get me one right now, right now, Eric. Hang on, okay. I need one right one now. I need now. to get laid. I Send mean, I that to me. <laughs> Send that to the England, yes, please. <laughs> oh God! So what we like to do now, Eric, is go through our weeks in Star Wars. So it can be anything that you've purchased, read, played, learned about related to Star Wars or not. Uh, I tend to stray off and talk about other things that aren't related to Star Wars, but thankfully, Star Trek guys kind of keep me on track. Yeah, yeah. When Emily was here, yeah, we we got a good bit into Star Trek there. That was great. I'll save that for the uh, the Star Wars offshoot of this uh, scruffy scruffiness. So, starting up, Star Trek. Uh, starting off, Ed, show us the way first in oh, your yeah. week in Star Wars. Uh, I'll start off by saying 
I played X-Wing Miniatures, and I know you all love hearing about it. I'm fucking jealous. Uh, it was I've, miss, I've missed this, mate. I've missed this. <laughs> I've this content. had a couple week. buddies over who haven't really played it before. So it took like two hours to set up and one hour to play. <laughs> yep, and three hours to talk about it in between. Do you guys know how to party or what? Saturday night is party time. <laughs> like honestly, it's it's a great game if yeah. if everyone knows how to play and they can make their army beforehand, like their army, their like squad beforehand, like with the point values <laughs> My and stuff. Armies. But like you show up and they're like, Okay, what are we doing? I'm like, Alright, I'll make yours and then I'll make yours and then I'll make yours and I'll make mine and it's like fucking two hours go by and you're like, Shit, nothing's on the table yet and then you just play. Anyway. Yep. That's what happened, and it was I was rebellion. A buddy was scum and villainy. He had Lando's Falcon and a Fang fighter with a generic pilot, and my other guy, other friend was an Imperials. He had a Tie Interceptor and a Tie Phantom. How'd the Phantom play? Not. I think it sucked up too many points. Like it wasn't great. Like it. It's a lot of points. So yeah. it didn't do as as well. And then I had Wedge on an X-Wing and an A-Wing with a generic pilot. Sure. Because Wedge sure. takes a lot of points. I won. <laughs> <laughs> I won. And, and you look so smoked there. That was brilliant. I will say, though, yeah. it started out. It started out. Yeah. My A-Wing got smoked first, like, in the first two rounds. Gone. And then my X-Wing was like, Wedge was, like, almost dead. But I had an R2 unit, replenished his shield, came back yep. and won. Uh, it was me versus Lando at the end. Wedge versus Lando. And he had a, a crit thing which negated a defense die. So he had no defense die. Zero defense die. Because <laughs> the Millennium Falcon is just like slow and... Yeah. Anyway. In the game, the Millennium Falcon is a big slow object that you just continuously hit. Unlike yeah. in real life. But it has a turret. You can move around. You don't have to shoot forward. Shoot any direction if you can. Anyway, sure. that was super fun. Into 3 a.m. in the morning last night. That was fun. Uh, otherwise. <laughs> yes, mate. Thanks for the good morning message, mate. Uh, 8 a.m. I was like, good I morning. Wish, I just wish I knew ahead of time I was only going to need the edge of my seat for that whole thing. About yeah it was it was a good time they like like the lay i feel like the lay person because they're not huge star wars fans my friends they love that style where you pick a movement on a dial and you hide it and then you reveal them and when it's your turn so you're like con it's like dog fighting so you're just constantly trying to guess oh where's he gonna go and then you make your movement to try and like counter what you think he's going to do so it's, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. It's a great. It's a cool strategy game. You, you don't have to. The Star Wars is just the benefit of it. Really, it is all about yeah, tactics, right? Tactical yeah. brilliance. Yeah, it uses like templates to move and all that. All that jazz. Uh, otherwise, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I might remember it later. But that's it for me. Nice, nice. We're gonna switch things up then and go to Christopher. Christopher, why don't you oh. tell us a bunch of week of Star Wars? Christopher, Sunday name. Okay. Christopher. Uh, another quiet week for me, mate, to be honest. I've been swamped at week. Swamped at, swamped at work all week. Um, and then I've spent this weekend decorating, which has been 
fantastic. Everyone loves decorating, don't with, they? With color um, or just black and white? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <God. laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's that's absolutely unacceptable, Ed. <laughs> I should. I know. I should have waited for you to say it, Kev. I'm sorry. You storm once again. You storm my joke. Still eight o'clock on a Sunday night, and I'm questioning my life choices. <laughs> Why do I do this every week? <laughs> ah, dear. However, That's I have had. I've had some. Uh, I've had some 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 new products turn up this week, which is cool. So the Luke Skywalker severed hand Santa Cruz mashup tribute T-shirt, whatever you want to call it, finally mm. arrived. Um, so, Mark, David, um, everyone else that keeps bugging me on Twitter, you can, uh, they'll be online in a few weeks. It'll be, because, uh, yeah, I've got to take photos of it and then put it online and <coughs> all that all that great stuff when you run a business and people don't realise how long it takes to do things and they bug you <laughs> and they'll be like, where's that T-shirt? Give it to me now. We're in COVID. These things, yeah. do you know what I mean? It takes a while. Chill out. Yeah. yeah, size, yeah. Size, size large, mate. Size large, please. Thanks, mate. For free. <laughs> For free. Yeah. He'll buy it, he'll buy it, buy it off at website and then say, Can I know you're gonna drop it off, mate? Can you reimburse me postage costs? <laughs> Every time. Every time. Well no, it's, it's outrageous, mate. It is brilliant. What a prick. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a great t shirt, mate. It is. Thanks. Kev. Prick. <laughs> no, it is, it's brilliant, mate. Prick, prick, prick. prick. Uh, uh, what we got? Yeah, oh, I've got some. some yeah, I want to talk about that rubbish. Um, and then there's there's another thing that's related to that other thing that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, uh-huh. it's it's more toy related stuff, Ooh. and it's Ooh. it's I'm I'm dead I'm dead excited about it. So another more more toy stuff happening. Is this the toys like, you like? Uh- you're helping do like the cards for the artwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's some more custom like toys and stuff. Sure. Like it's uh, very exciting, very exciting. Yeah, but but um, whilst I've been decorating this weekend, uh, I blasted through both seasons of Mandalorian. Like in Ooh, the background, yeah. like mm. semi watching. What a show! Yeah. Fucking brilliant, isn't it? Not bad. Not too shabby. Uh, it's just Not great, isn't it? Oh, it's Not too shabby, mate. I've been doing that thing where like I've been I've been painting and then you're like <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, I always oh, forget bro. this is this is not a, a visual medium but I was just mime through the power of mime uh, I've just fucked up all my cutting in lines because I've got to read yeah, I've got to you just been watching re- redo redo them because Tem comes on doesn't he and he's like everybody chill out let's <laughs> chat let's <laughs> chat paint about Star Wars. <laughs> I want I don't want your armor I want my armor The armor got you got from Compatible Tatooine <laughs> He's fucking He's great isn't he Absolutely, Absolutely awesome. I think that's legend. my favourite I think that's my favourite episode That the Robert Rodriguez yeah, one fa- yeah, yeah Yeah mate It's yeah. just so good It's so good I, so, I can't wait for, but I was watching it today And at, luckily, that episode came on when Michelle had made some lunch, so we're, we're sat watching it, and I'm just smart. She's like, "Look at you smiling like a big kid." I, was like, I just, I can't believe it's still real. It's like it's been six months, hasn't it, since that aired? And I'm like, "This is a real thing that happened." 
Like yeah. Boba Fett came back and fucking knee rockets, mate. Knee rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that show. They, as soon as that slave one comes on in it, it's just like, let's fucking go. Come on. It's Dude, brilliant. you see it. You oh. just see it cruising in. No big deal. And everyone's just yeah. losing their shit. I love it. Wait, isn't yeah. it not yeah. called that anymore? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, let's what? not do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, a whole new, a, that's a whole new thing from today. Uh, oh, Jimmy okay. will text us in about three weeks about this. <laughs> should we talk about this on the episode? I read an article online on BuzzFeed telling me that I should do this. No, it's, it's close. <laughs> How old I but am yeah, right now. Mando, Mando, busy, but life, busy life stuff and Mando's great. That's me. So, Perfect. Nice. T-shirts, t-shirts color by the way t-shirts are in color so oh very nice Woo-hoo. fucking pricks <laughs> i mean you know they do look pretty sexy so mrs strothers why don't you tell us about your week in star wars or month whatever or month or a year or how much or your life your life <laughs> in star we, wars. we don't want that man well hey be here for oh, a while. It, it all started with father's day right my my wife asked me what I wanted and what I wanted was a, a Xbox series two elite controller. But what I did not get was that, but I mentioned, I'm like, look, any bad batch six inch black series would be, would be great. And the only thing that she was able to find was the, um, like the elite trooper. It's not even one of the clones. And she felt bad. I was like, you don't need to feel bad. That's cool. So inexplicably, man, I jump on Hasbro Pulse because at Amazon, you can't even get them for lists. Hasbro Pulse, man, I complain about them a lot, but there was Hunter in Crosshair for retail. And uh, they sucked me back in. I went ahead and renewed my stupid Pulse Premium like an idiot. Oh, (laughs) man. That's Kev's favorite. Kev uh, loves Hasbro Pulse. Don't, lads. Let's not bring that up again. I can't. I I I was mad at myself as I was doing it. I was like hitting checkout. (laughs) 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 But uh, so in the meanwhile, right, I was telling these guys I'm in the middle of moving and we're doing it pretty slowly because we're working on the other house. And so I've been going through like my collectibles and rather than box up a bunch of boxes, I just use like a big rolling tote, fit what I can in there and go. And man, I found so much stuff that I like forgot about or not necessarily forgot about, but just hadn't considered in a long time and sort of like fell back in love with my collection, which is nice because there for a while, man, anybody that listens to the motivators and they listen to who got what, man, there's been a lot of, uh, who got what was who got a bunch of, uh, long-term regret for <laughs> buying so many pieces. And, you know, I went through this real weird jag where it's like no toy left behind. I'd go in a store at target buy it. and I'd already have two of something, you know, one in the box and one to open. And then I would see it sitting there and it's like those commercials with the Sarah McLaughlin song playing and there's that toy by itself. And I'm like, you can't just leave it there, man. I mean, <laughs> no one's going to buy it. You can't just leave it there. It's so, it's I mean, so lonely. He yeah. I buy it. And the next thing you know, I have, you know, the, uh, the little, the little thing that's like Luke on crate and you, the black series one, and you can put Ray on there too. You know, the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got yeah. like four of those. <laughs> 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 and, I mean, it's so stupid, but yeah. But going back through and finding some of this stuff <laughs> and really digging it, man, there's something about, you know, a lot of people like don't understand the notion of leaving stuff in the box. 
And I get why it seems weird. But, you know, like a lot of my figures I went through before I was moving and just opened them. That The ones I had planned on opening. Rather than going ahead with the box, I just got a, a whole box of little Ziploc bags and started opening the figures and throwing them in the bags. So we pack way more in a smaller space. And that's cool. But a big piece of collecting or nostalgia for me was when I was a kid would be being in the store and holding the thing going, Dan, I bet having this would be cool. And my parents explaining to me why I wasn't going to have it because they said, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? You would look at it in the package in the store for yeah. hours. Cause you know, back then people were way better at delaying gratification than they are now. Now <laughs> me, it's like, if this will shut my kids up, fine. So, <laughs> but, but doing all that and picking it up, man, that was a big deal. And I know it sounds weird, but it was really something. And, it's nice to feel that way about all this stuff again, because I really did pursue it with um, like genuine passion. You know, I love star Wars and I love all this stuff and, and uh, like not resenting it again is kind of nice. So on, on the back of that, Eric, I've got a couple of, couple of questions. Yes, sir. How many, how many do backs, a black series do backs do you own right now? <laughs> I own three. Uh, (laughs) one out of the box two still in the box and um my daughter actually has one too that santa brought for this uh not last year but the year before but that's hers not mine so i can't count it but you know i know the guy and i helped hook him up with it (laughs) (laughs) so have you did you ever finally open your hot toy luke on crate I haven't. I oh! It, oh! <laughs> what, yeah. dude? I know. I it's, it's and I looked at it when I was putting it in the box to take over to the new house. I'm like, I gotta get this thing open. I spent a lot of money on it, <laughs> and I got it. And I'm like, this is gonna rule so hard. And then I put it on my shelf, and there it's been. I haven't even opened the like the seal on the box oh. itself. Eric, I, I bloody, I bloody love you, Eric. You're bloody brilliant, mate. You are. That's absolutely fantastic. Like, well, I love the, the, the scene with Luke on Crate. Brilliant. I think it's just yeah. awesome, you know? And I'm like, this is going to be awesome to have this. And it does look great, but it's in the box. It will be out of the box. It will be. Yeah, that was yeah. the first Hot Toys I ever bought. And the then, but then I just recently got the, um, the life-size Grogu. <gasps> How's and, that? Oh, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And you open uh, that one, I assume. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I opened it when I was at work. I'm like, He's my baby. <laughs> and I took it home and mind you, my wife never even bothered asking how much it was. Cause if I told her I spent 400 bucks on this thing, she would like kick me <laughs> in the nut. To kick you in the so. <laughs> but I took him and I put his little arms up and set him in our room. So that when she opened the door, it would look like he was like going to start walking to her. And it, she's, it was so real looking, it kind of freaked her out. <laughs> nice. But then she's in love with me. It is a beautiful piece, man. Like the little tufts of hair and all this stuff. But unfortunately, like mine's perfect. But mm-hmm. I, some of my friends who've gotten them, I've heard, you know, they're like, it's got a, they'll get a split. Like ah, on the so- bottom of its chin from like, Ooh. like trying to Ooh. open or close the mouth too much. I'm like, I'm just going to leave them there. But yeah, it's pretty neat. So Hot Toys, man, they really know what they're doing. They fuck. They certainly do. They we love Hot do. Toys. Don't they, guys? We, Don't they? We yeah. love Hot Toys. <laughs> I mean, I, you guys know what that's like. I, do, I, am, I am Hot Toyless. I, I'm not so, really not the toy collector. I, 
we're, we're we're a mixture of collectors on this on this podcast, Eric. We go from one extreme to the other. So in one corner, we've got Kev, who is a, a purist in-box collector, and then on the, on, on the other spectrum, end of the spectrum, is Jimmy, who buys the occasional toys, rips that shit right out of the box, <laughs> and then burns the packaging and sends videos of it to Kev. <laughs> hey, fire pit needs kindling. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yes, Jimmy, you won't know, Jimmy. So, so you inbox or out, like if you've got multiples, one's inbox, one's outbox, Eric? Yeah, I do. I've got uh, several things that I've got multiples of that I've kept one in the box just specifically for keeping in the box. But then I, here's the deal. If I do that and I take one out, that box is it's out of here. I'm not going to hang on to it. Yeah. Now, I did keep like a handful of um, I've got the the big 10 inch uh, Funkos. Mm-hmm. handful of them. I kept the boxes for those, which I'm really glad I did because moving those without wrecking them is kind of hard with that yeah. spring loaded mm-hmm. neck. But yeah, I there for a while. I was trying to keep the boxes to stuff. I would open them. I'm like, no, <clears throat> you're out of here. <laughs> Done. You see, I'm, I, I, I used to be a purist just like Kev, but recently, over the past year or so, I've been, I've been turned to the dark side like Jimmy and a lot of stuff's coming out of box because I've just got not I have not got enough room. It needs to, and it's like COVID's made me reevaluate everything. Oh yeah, everything. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, none of this stuff means anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's silly, really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I'm in my forties and I've got all these plastic things in. They don't. I should just enjoy them, shouldn't I? Well, so, he, he, here's what you yeah. have to ask yourself. Okay, do you ever intend to sell this? If the answer is no, no, then having it in the package becomes less critical, depending on why you want the thing. Now, I started opening a bunch of stuff because I, mind you, I used to do this 365 days of Star Wars photo thing on Facebook that I gave up on like two years ago. Totally. Because what would happen (laughs) is I'd get so far behind and it'd be like December 27th and I'd be posting 300 photos on that one day. (laughs) Try to make up for it, but but um, I remember that. I, I remember you doing I, that, dude. I was I had some really good ones. I was yeah, looking through there, popping up my Facebook memories. Like I had this whole storyline going where Luke and Ray were in the uh, the old X thirty four speeder, and they hit one of my kids' dinosaurs, and it <laughs> fell over on its side. Well, hiding in the side is a stormtrooper. It was um, it was the uh, oh, what are those guys called? The executioner troopers. Right from the the last Jedi, he's hiding over on the side, and it turns out it's an insurance scam. So what I did is I took the next picture. I found an (laughs) overlay of looking through the uh, the quad binoculars, whatever those are called, and it Luke and Ray are standing on this thing, looking down, kind of like Obi Wan and Luke were through the binoculars, (laughs) seeing them walking around. And the dinosaur's got a collar around his neck, you know, like a foam collar for neck brace, but it was all fake. And so then, then they sent him over there. And then I've got this picture where they're both the, the little dinosaur and the, the stormtrooper are both wearing fake mustaches I made out of paper. And my <laughs> nice. kid was so pissed, you know, that's like I stuck this fake dinosaur, this mustache on this dinosaur. It's like, oh my God, that stuff was so much fun. But I would spend hours trying to get just the right shot. And yep. I'm a photographer. I am not. 
telling you right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's when you, you got to open that stuff because man, if those had all been in the boxes, it would have been a lot less interesting. Yeah. Mm. True. <laughs> Dude, I'm with you there. Take it out of the box. Play with it the way it was meant to be played with. It's a toy. Oh, and imagine the dinosaur's play. The dinosaur's name was Randy, I think. Randy. And, <laughs> and, and the reason I remember it was the execution trooper is that he what he used his settlement check for was to buy and it was his his um like electro axe, but I flipped it around like it was a guitar. <laughs> and he was calling it he was calling it the rebel bass or something like that you know bass yeah, and yeah. i was like clapping myself on the back oh you did it Strauss, you nailed it. Awesome. dude that's good that is good oh, that's brilliant oh, yeah. nice. that was quite we went on quite a tangent there about packaging didn't we yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, we tend to are we <laughs> yeah we, we tend to especially when it comes to toys and especially when I mean, I got all these black series set up on my shelf and I was keeping all the boxes like, Jesus, I'm, I'm storing the boxes or the boxes are taking up more space than the freaking things mm-hmm. there. And I was like, just, this has got to go. It's just like knowing Kev, like it just, for some reason you start trying to be like him. <laughs> it's just, well, that's, you know, a, that's a fucking horrible thought, isn't it? Jesus Christ. When I see Kev, like, when I see uh, Kev. Maybe I shouldn't open this. But I'll just keep the box. Yeah, yeah right, I see yeah. Kev. It just screams addictive personality. You know, every time I see him, and it's just like, no, I want to be more like Kev. Yep, be, be more Kev. Yep, Next be more Kev. Yeah, be more Kev. Let's get that book out there. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's get that book by uh, Mr. Blow Falco on. Oh God, that would be <laughs> awful. What an awful book that would be. Good grief. There you go. <laughs> I'd love to see those Amazon reviews. So I guess I'll go next if we could Star Wars. I've been, um, as as I mentioned previously, I've been re I've been listening to some audiobooks for the first time. I'm not really an audiobook guy. I like holding the book in my hand, you know, physical flipping pages. But with uh, a young toddler running around the house and uh, uh, a new babe coming, literally in less than thirty days, um, oh. it is. Uh, I know. Whoa. The, the timer is is what? the timer. Jimmy, what's, here. what's the due date? Uh, twenty third of July, of oh. July. <laughs> and uh, early, mate. it might be my birthday. Oh, I, it yeah. just might be, but he better not. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I got everything planned around this this scheduled date that we're going to go in and just be like, boom, the kid's going to be here, and then we'll all be off and running. I like it's that. Gonna be that easy. You scheduled around that. Are you gonna yeah. Are you gonna guest on the pod every now and then? I might, I might guess every once in a while in case you need a good intro read, you know, in case you need it done right to remind you of how it's done. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, I've been reading or listening to the Darth Bane uh, trilogy, the uh, Drew Carpenter books, and I finished uh, Rule of Two for audiobook, and I'm listening to Path of Destruction. Oh, no, not Path of Destruction. Dynasty of Evil. And I forget, I was like, ah, you know, the first book is great, Path of Destruction. It's amazing. It's one of my top five books. Uh, the other two books, ah, not so much. They kind of start to lose steam, and the story is kind of forced in a lot of ways. Like, Darth Bane came over here, and with the power of the Force, he did this. Like, every, the Force is just this modifier. They just fucking throw it everything. And with the power of the Force, he changed this, or he knocked them down with the power of the dark side. It didn't like really go too much into detail about the battles. Jimmy stuff. wants details. I want details. I, I really like to, you know, describing the clothes they're wearing because I'm just thinking in my head like some person is going to cosplay this to the max, and I can't wait to see it. 
because um, oh, like the side... insect like chitin armor that he wears or whatever. Oh, the the orbalisk. Yes. Basically, it's a dude walking around with a bunch of clamshells glued onto him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exactly. <laughs> and he's got to wear special gloves or a special helmet, otherwise these clams will literally like multiply and just cover his entire body. However, these special clams are uh, impenetrable armor to lightsabers, so he's just like hacking at motherfuckers left and right, just undestruct- indestructible. Man, um, I'm missing out on so much stuff, aren't I? Not it's, it's, it's some really cool stuff. It's not even, it's not, it's legends. It's not even real either. Like, you're really, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not All real. All canon stuff is real. Exactly. Uh, just doing some decorating my son's room. We're doing a Star There's a question, I think Seth Robertson asked us a couple of weeks ago about, you know, how do you introduce your son or, or daughter to Star Wars or child to Star Wars? And, the, the path we're taking on this uh, number two is just like fucking all in, out the gate. So this is a Star Wars-themed birth for my child coming. Everything in the room is Star Wars. We got the Yoda pillows. We got the Yoda blankies. We got the Yoda onesies. We got the Star Wars bed sheets. I painted the wall this like bluish-green metallic, so it looks like the wall of a Star Destroyer. Actually, there's a yeah. bunch of artwork that I picked up at Orlando in Chicago that I just haven't been able to hang out. Fuck it. It's going all right up in there. He's not even going to know what any of this shit is, but it's going to look great when I go in and change all those diapers at 2 a.m. At least is there's it, some cool stuff to look at. Is that artwork color, Jimmy? I know where you can get some cool black and white stuff from. <laughs> oh, yeah? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, it's sure. shit. What the fuck? Uh, I might, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I got all my black and white stuff right uh, you know, in the back. Some guy Wait. wrote. Some guy drew it together for me some afternoon. Ooh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I know an artist. You can come to your house, paint a mural on your wall. Nice looking Thrawn, Pierce Brosnan look. Chess Brosnan with his thumbs up. I think his Girl's name. Fucking god. His name might rhyme with Ev Arbit. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? You paint walls, Kev. You paint murals. I, w- I would be happy you- to oblige, Jimmy. I'd be happy to oblige. My artwork is absolutely second to none. I, I had just figured this was just another thing that like Ed made you do when you visited a few years ago. Hey, come on, man. We're well, yeah, have a great well, you time. Saw my, uh, you, saw my, you saw my Thrawn drawing. It was a masterpiece, wasn't it? I, I um, bought a t-shirt with it on it. There you go. Absolutely you see? fantastic. God, that was bloody awful, wasn't it? It was Eric, bloody amazing. Did, so, yeah, anyways, my week in Star Wars. Oh, damn, um, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I uh, just worked working through Star Wars: The Old Republic. My sorcerer character build, having a fun time there with this, you know, eight-year-old game. But uh, that's pretty much it. I'm just kind of maintaining, you know, kind of stationary orbit here while we're preparing for uh, aggressive negotiations coming oh, in you know, July. July. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we're just gonna see uh, see how that goes. So we're gonna wrap up this segment with uh, Kev. Some big news here from Kev. Kev normally goes first. Today, he's going last. Uh, so, <gasps> speaking, you know, uh, transmitting his uh, data from the can right now because I don't know if he's still incarcerated or not. So, Kev, from the can right now, tell us <laughs> how was your week in Star Wars, man? Dude, before I talk about the eventful day of Wednesday, right? First off, I need to go in a little bit of a reverse order because Friday, Friday 25th of June, right? Set your faces to stun because, Eric, do you remember that we talked about Fallen Order? Yes. Yes? 
Yes, sir. <laughs> well, something monumental has happened to me. <gasps> because no. It's it's finally finished. It's finally completed. Wow. <laughs> you beat wow. it finally? Oh, shit. Is this like you know, we, you know like 18, 19 month finish here? I checked on my Amazon account. I thought, when did I buy this game? <laughs> right. And I, I brought this game. I purchased this game on the 19th of November, 2019. <laughs> 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 uh, and... Uh, and then Friday came, and Friday, and do you know what was really funny? It's like, because you know the story, I play it with a mate, and it, it was on his PS4. Uh, sorry, and yeah, his PS4. So because of lockdown, we, we, didn't, we didn't complete it. We weren't able to finish it. On Friday, he says, should we put this game on and see how far we've got to go? Do you know how long it took us to finish? <laughs> 45 bloody minutes. And then we were... <laughs> <laughs> all that. Oh, my God, dude. You know what? It, it, it was fun giving you shit for two years. So that's cool. Oh, do you know what? It was hilarious. Because, like, we have to fight that Trilla, Trilla Saduri, is it? Yeah. You fight yeah. her. Then Vader turns up. And then it finishes. And I'm like, do you know what? I've just been in lockdown for about 15 months. We could have finished that at some point. We could have finished that at some point. It was absolutely unbelievable. So it's finished. And do you know what, Eric? It's a good game, isn't it, mate? It's a really good game. (laughs) It's great, man. I mean, the mechanics of it are really good. How many times did Trilla kill you there at the end? Um... Oh my god! Well, he plays it on easy, so. Well, we we actually <laughs> story mode. <laughs> we, so we eight times. because no, like we got to a point where we were getting absolutely lasered with the bosses, so we were just like, I, we just dropped it to get finished. We just dropped it to easy level to get through it, and you so, didn't finish. Is the funny part of that? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we, well, I finished it. Technically, it's finished. It's complete. That's all. That's the only thing you need to know. Um. So that was that was Friday, but let's talk Wednesday because. Um, Sorry, Kev, right. before you start, mate, I just want to compare that. Yes, mate. November 2019 to June 2021 <laughs> completed on easy. <laughs> no, not all of it. It was only the last bit we dropped oh. to the easy level. No, 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 no. Completed on story mode. <laughs> Basically, like. Slappers only. I don't need so, to look, look, it's finished, uh, lad. It's finished. Let me, let me stretch. All right, I, all, right, all right. So uh, on the flip of that, Eric did it 100% finish the game Yeah, multiple, in eight days straight. Multiple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you the key for anybody that's still struggling with that game after... What, Twenty months, <laughs> three years. Uh, if you get to a, if you get to a boss that you're having trouble with, change the difficulty after you get yes. killed. Change it to easy. Figure out what their weakness is because they'll show it. It's always some physical move where it leaves them wide open, and then you got to stand there and wait for them to kill you so you can switch it back to non-embarrassing mode. Mm. And uh, and that's then not a mo- that's not a, that's not a, that's not, a, that's not, not I'm not having that mode. mode. Right, let me stress the non-embarrassing <laughs> mode. Right, that 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 mode doesn't exist. That's a great right. description for that mode. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> The non-embarrassing mode. Oh, I'm not having that. That's outrageous. <laughs> so, yeah, it's finished, right? Case closed. Right, right, moving sorry, on, sorry, but we will still give you shit. Okay, moving on. Oh, you're quite welcome to. Come on, Kev. 
Wednesday, right. mate. This is what I paid price of admission for. Right, Wednesday, go. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Like, it started off because um, I actually, um, I got my second jab, right, Wednesday morning. Uh, they Good rearranged luck. it. They brought it forward. And about 10 days ago, um, I live in a county called Derbyshire, and there was a big buzz online that they were going to be filming in Derbyshire for either a Star Wars project or Indiana Jones 5. And they were going to be doing it between June the uh, 22nd to the 25th. So, you know, my flexibility with work is quite good, isn't it? <laughs> right? It's quite, it's quite work. good. You work? <laughs> so, on the Monday, I was, I was working away in London. And I got a text message saying, you can, bring your, you can bring your second jab forward. So I'm like, perfect. I'm going to do it Wednesday. And I know for a fact, I'm not going to be far from where this bloody filming's happening. Right? I'm not going to be far. So I booked, I booked my jab in at 10.15. I booked it in at quarter past 10 on the Wednesday. My mate who I work with is like, we're working down here Wednesday. I says, you can, mate. I've got other plans, pal. I've got <laughs> <laughs> so I goes, and I, I goes to have my jab. And, uh, and the bloke who did it, the nurse, was like a massive Star Wars fan. And I went, Star Wars t-shirt, black jeans. And it's like, you're a Star Wars fan then, mate? I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, I've got like a Star Wars t-shirt. <laughs> it's like, do you watch that Mandalorian TV show? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. It says, really good, wasn't it? Really good. It says, but I'll tell you what my favourite part, what my favourite film is of Star Wars, and it will really surprise you. I'm like, what's that, mate? It's like, Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. And I instantly, yeah. I instantly thought, I'm like, I don't believe this, mate. And I went, yeah, I says, it's a really good one, isn't it? He says, uh, hmm? He says, I've seen that. He says, I've seen that, and I really liked it, but no one else liked it. He says, um, he says, how many times have you watched it, mate? I says, oh, I've probably seen it about seven or eight times. He went, oh, I don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. So I was like, we had a little chat. So That's anyway. called perspective. <laughs> That's, perspective. Oh, it, it, was, it was absolutely brilliant. I was like, Weak. right. So left there. Went to my car, and you have to wait like 15 <laughs> minutes when you have your second jab. So I get the, puts it in my sat nav, and the filming was in a little village called Worksworth. Ex- just it, explain what sat nav is. Sat nav? What is this, yeah. like fucking MI6? It's a suitcase with a little radar dish that pops up. <laughs> like the satellite, sat satellite nav. navigation. Satellite well, navigation. What do you guys call that? You call that something different, don't you? Yeah, we call G- it yeah. GPS. GPS. Yeah. GPS. GPS, sorry, yes. Yeah. I put it in my GPS. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, just like that. Just like that. This, okay, this this wasn't this wasn't strategic or anything, but I put it into my GPS, and I thought I'll be I'll be a good mate here. So I text Chris, and I'm like, "Mate, what are you doing?" I says, "Are you?" Because he's not far from where I was. Were you, mate? You like that live quite near. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. So I'm like, "What are you doing, mate?" And he's like, "I am absolutely swamped at work." He says, "I can't get away." So I'm like, right, so I put it in my sat-nav or GPS. I'm 11 miles from where this supposed filming is. I'm like, mate, I've got to go and 
take a drive up there. I've got to go and see what's going on. So it's at a little village called Worksworth, which is in Derbyshire. It's in like um, Derbyshire Dales. And um, it's, at, it's like at this quarry. So I'm like, I'm going. I'm going to go for a laugh. Let's go. Shits and giggles, isn't it? Let's go and see what happens. So I drive, I drive there. And the first thing you go to, like to where the quarry is. And it's, there's like one road up to it. And it's basically just all cordoned off. It's all just the signs up going film crew and residents only, no access, follow diversion. So I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? So about a few hundred yards up the road, there's this, there's like a car park. So I'm like, all I've got to do, I'm going to go on foot. I'm going to parking lot, parking lot, parking lot. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to go. I'm going to park my car and I'm just going to go for a walk and see what I can find. So I parked up. It's it's free, free to park your car. And genuinely, genuinely, I took some binoculars. Now, don't ask me. Yeah. Don't, ask, don't, 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 don't ask me how I got them, right? Or what I use them for. What they're mine. The fuck? They're mine. Oh, what? They're mine. They're mine. They're mine. Fucking George McFly. What I use them for? Who That's still owns you. binoculars nowadays? Mate, <laughs> I, I, when I moved into this house, I think they were my granddad's, and I got like, I got so I walked, I was like strutting up, and I've got like a Star Wars T-shirt on. I've got my camera, and I thought, right, I'm going to go up the road that was cornered off i thought i'll go up there first so i walked up and then you get it's like another bit and there's this security guard and he's like where you, where you going mate oh man so, so out in the, like the woods like out in yeah no just like, like on the road on the road like okay. on the road but it's obviously to stop the traffic going up but i thought well i'll go for a walk and see how far i can get in a Star Wars t-shirt with binoculars. In a Star Wars t-shirt with binoculars in me. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know. Casual <laughs> walk in the park, sir. Where are you like, going, mate? It was like, yeah, it was like, where are you going, mate? And I'm like, oh, I'm just having a walk. He's like, you don't look <laughs> like... Just having a walk. It's like, it's like, you don't look like you're having a walk. I'm like, well, I, says, I'm, I says, to be honest, I'm just trying to see what they're filming here. It says, well, he was like... It was actually all right because he was like, you can't come in this way, mate. He says, but if you go follow the road round, right, you can go up and, like, you'll be able to get to higher ground. So because of how this quarry was, it was like high up. I thought, I've got to get to higher ground to look down on the filming. So I saw this road. Is this car going to be fired now? No, it's good. It'll get better in a minute, right, because I get I gets to this bottom of this road and it's this massive steep hill so i had to walk up it mate i'm 47 years old and unfit as hell i'm walking up this road it's like a massive steep hill i'm absolutely cre- i'm absolutely knackered i'm absolutely dying and then it gets it gets to the top and there's like a family right like at Fro- the top frodo and sam mate Mate, I was like, for it, star wars it, it felt worse than that and i'm like i don't even know what i'm gonna get Sure. I went, I get to the top and there's this family. There's like a, a couple of two, two kids having a picnic. Straight away, the, the wife of them was like, have you seen anybody yet? Have you seen any filming going on? I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I've seen nothing. I says, I haven't seen anything. I says, have you got anywhere to see in below? And this bloke was like, no, we've had a walk round, but we can't see anything. So I says, well, do you know what they're filming yet officially? Because I've heard it's either Star Wars or Indiana Jones. He says, no, it's Star Wars. 
but we think it's the Andor series. So I was like, okay. I says, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, but there's like a little, if you walk further up around the road, there's like um, an old lookout post. He says, but it's up a steep hill. You have to climb up like this steep hill. Another one. And and yeah, and and the stairs, they've taken up like the walkway. Because it was like a wooden stair walkway. They've taken all the steps away and fenced it off. I'm oh, like, so you, so you can't get up. So I can't get up. So I'm like, right, okay. So I thought I found this little bit that he meant, and I could see this like lookout, but they've got like metal fencing around it with this black tall pin around it. And I thought, I'm not going to get through there. So I carried on walking a bit further down the road. And <laughs> as, as I was walking, this is brilliant. There was a security guard behind the fence. Like, I was walking down this road, and he, like, matched my walk, walk for walk. Uh-oh. And he's like, can I ask what you're doing, mate? And I says, Hello there. I says no, I'm just, I says, I'm just having a look around. Just walking around with my binoculars. <laughs> I, was like, look around. I was, like, trying to find out what they're filming, and he's like, all oh, right. And I says, well, can I ask you, mate, what they're filming here? And he's like, well, I'm not going to tell you, mate. He says, but your T-shirt gives it away. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> right. I says, but is it for Kenobi or is it for Andor? He says, I can't tell you that. Can't tell you that. I was like, fair enough. Ah, all right. So anyway, as I, as I go down he the keeps road. keeps his job. A, all right. Yeah. yeah. You started descending and I'm like, no, this is going the wrong way. So I came back to this lookout and then these two lads turned up. They must have been about 16, 17. And I'm like, can you give me a good lookout point? Can you tell me where to go? I presume you're here looking at this Star Wars thing. <laughs> and it's like, go up there, go up to this, you know, this original lookout post, but it was all fenced off. He says, if you go up there, you can pull the fence back and squeeze your way through. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I says, like, are you so serious? He's like, yeah. So they sat on this, like, these benches at the bottom. And I says, I'm going to climb up this hill then. But I've only got, I says, I'll climb up the hill and I'll try and get through this fence. But I've only got, like, the Converse trainers on. And <laughs> honestly, right, <laughs> this fucking hill killed me. I got right to near the top and my bloody feet gave way and I slipped all the fucking way back down. I was like... Oh. <laughs> Kev versus I'm hill. Four, you did not I'm have the high eight, ground. I'm 47 years old and I'm <laughs> slipping down this hill trying to get a glimpse of a film that may or may not be filming. So anyway, I, I, I re-went back up it. These lads are absolutely wetting themselves. I went, <laughs> I went back up to the top, and you could, you could like pull the fencing apart and squeeze through it. So I did that, and I got through, and then that's when I could see everything. Right. And that's Ooh. when the view was perfect. So you could see into the quarry. It's like a big circular quarry. There was like a... Um, a pool or some water feature with some sort of green screen around it. There's like a green screen panel. You could see Spoiler all over the truck. <laughs> yeah. There's green, green screen. screen. Was... Green screen. There's green, green screen, screen and water. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then there's obviously all the. So I just took loads of pictures and I was sending them to you, weren't I? Going, oh, look, this, this is, that's where the crew were. This is where the quarry was, etc. So I took all my pictures. I came out these two lads were still there and they were like did you get the pictures i was like yeah 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 he says um i says do you know officially what they're filming here 
is this for Kenobi or is it for Andor? And he's like, well, we've heard it's for Kenobi. Ooh. And you and McGregor, you and McGregor <gasps> was having a, was in one of the pubs, local pubs last night, having a drink. Oh, and shit. What, and he was watching the football that was on. Now, that struck me as odd because, number one, Ewan doesn't drink. And number two, it was the England game that was on. And he's Scottish. And he's Scottish. Yeah. So I'm like, I think this is a bit of bullshit. Because yeah. you know what? You know what mm. the internet's like. So undeterred, I'm like, is there any other places I can go and have a look and see if there's any um, other places? And they were like, well, go follow this trail and you'll get to see it from the other side. So I, I, I went followed this other trail. I was lost as hell at that point. I had absolutely, I was texting you going, I don't know where I am. I can't remember where I parked my car. I don't know what's happening. And then, <laughs> and then you 47 year old dude. Yeah. I don't know where I am. And then I, then I like walked <laughs> and I found this road that he meant. And he says like, walk up there. He says, it's like a cut through of where they've fenced off. So I was kind of behind the security sort of things. But as I walked up, there's like a, a woman walking a dog. And I'm like, excuse me. I says, do you know if I can see into this quarry anywhere? She's like, oh, yeah, of course I do. She says, you go up to the top there, pull that towel pole in back, and you'll be able to see right into the quarry. So I'm like, brilliant. I says, are you a Star Wars fan? She says, oh, no, I don't like that shit. <laughs> she was like she's like just follow that just follow it and you'll be able to see from there so i went further up this road and, yeah, honestly it was this is all 100 true and it's, i went back further up the road and you could like pull the black tarpaulin back and then you could see into the quarry a bit better yeah so you could see a bit more but it was like from the opposite side of where i'd been so I took a few pictures there and thought, right, I'll send some pictures there. And there was like a couple of guys walking around with, um, you know, like telescopic lenses and stuff like that, which I don't know if they were like official. So anyway, I walked back down. I thought, I can't. Yeah. So you didn't, you, you didn't look like the, the only pervert weirdo there. <laughs> no. Mate, there were plenty of perverts and weirdos there. Mate. So there was, lo- there was, there was, quite, was a few, quite a few George McFlyers hanging around. Was, mate, I was quite sure, proud. Sure. I was quite proud to be uh, a pervert that day. It was just like hilarious. <laughs> so I went back to my car where I parked. Okay. And I thought, I thought, hang on a minute. Where I parked, there was a path leading up to like another bit of the quarry. So I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try up there just before I go. See if I can see another like part. So I walked up this hill and I was going for about 10 minutes. My legs are killing me. It was absolutely red hot that day, wasn't it, Chris? It was really hot. I get to the top. Do you know? I was I exactly. Don't know, mate. I was hard at work. No, mate. I get right to the top of this. I get right got to the deadlines. top. Of this got, got deadlines, mate. Got print <laughs> deadlines at work. And uh, some pricks texted me all these pictures from you set were, of uh, yeah, mate. Kenobi. And anyway, I get to the top of this hill after walking for about 10 minutes, absolutely knackered. And I was exactly at the place that I started at first time. I came out. 
wow. I promise you, I was like right at this lookout post where I'd started off. I'm like, you absolute idiot. <laughs> so I, I, I was like, at this point, I thought it's time to go home. It's time to it's time to call it a day. So yeah, I I've checked. I think it. Most people think it was Kenobi that they were filming, but I have seen no reports of any sightings of anybody. But I did see this other security guard who was like just in one of the cars before I left. And he was only a young kid. And I'm like, do you know what they're filming? And he says, I know it's Star Wars. He says, but I don't know what series. He says, but I've been told that that guy at train spotting is in town. <laughs> that, because, that guy at, yeah. tra- at train spotting. <laughs> I was like, where's he staying, mate? What's his hotel? Where, does he, where is he? What's... <laughs> so, um, because a month, I think about a month or six weeks earlier, they'd been filming the new Mission Impossible there. And Tom Cruise had been filming at the exact same quarry. And he said, Ooh. like, he'd been into town. So I'm like, oh, okay. But at that point, the um, the weather, the day, I'd had it off. I was absolutely knackered. I just had my second jab. It's tight. I'm done. So no sightings of any stars, but I got to see the set. I got to uh, take some photographs. Um, you didn't hide in I a got, trash can at a pubs around there? And you didn't get arrested? I, <laughs> thrown in I, a can? I, I thought, I thought that would be a bit extreme, lads, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no, so that was my... That was my trip up there, and I'm not joking. I had a brilliant day. It was just hilarious, just talking, because there were fans I kept bumping into and people trying to get a glimpse, but it was just bizarre. So, yeah, got to see the set, got to see some green screen, got to see some big trucks, some cars, but no no Kenobi, I'm afraid, no Ewan. So, oh, when do you go back? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, brilliant. That's Absolutely. done filming there now, right? Awesome. Yeah, it finished on Friday, apparently. Um, yeah. But, mate, honestly, I mean, Chris, I was gutted you couldn't come, mate. It would have just been piss funny, like, try, us trying to get <laughs> pictures of shitty fucking... Yeah, mate, it's, it's all awful, isn't it, that I... Uh, Watching Kev talk it. to strangers. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. You carry on long conversations. Imagine, imagine not working, working nine to five every day. Must mate, I, I can't even <laughs> comprehend those hours, mate, and how bad that must <laughs> be. That's outrageous. I can't fathom that. <laughs> so, what, but, like... What would you have had to seen, had to have seen, I'm trying to speak English here, uh, to make it worth, like, let's say you had got to spend a night or two in jail because of it. What, <laughs> like, what's the bare minimum that would have still been worth it? Eric, I wanted to see you and McGregor fight in a lightsaber fight with somebody. That's all I wanted to see. It's not asking <laughs> a lot, is all. it? It's not asking too much. <laughs> Just to see you and McGregor strut round in his. You and, McGregor, you and McGregor giving birth to Ray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I would do. To- oh Can my you imagine god! If I had took a picture of that, like this is this Ray's grandfather. It's right not here. the tumor. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, honestly, Eric, I had no like preconception or idea what I wanted to see. I just wanted to go and have a look. And just see if I could see anything or anybody. I got excited seeing a fucking car drive into the complex going, I wonder who's in that car. I wonder if anyone's famous is in that car. I got like really carried away thinking someone famous might be in there. It's probably some like 
<laughs> probably some like bloke just building a set or something. I was like, that could Toyota be probably Corolla. Uber Eats. A Toyota Corolla just driving by. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's who lives there. That's just like, can't wait till these people get the fuck off my property. Or a door desk. It's like, all right, I got somebody's pizza here. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could have done yeah, that. Could that's I? what you should Why is this guy done? taking pictures like, of me? Can you imagine if I got put pizza for you, McGregor? Yeah, just go that way, mate. It's, it's just down there. You'd be like, I'm in. I'm in. Listen, oh. number one tip, number one tip when you do this next time is, one, obviously have something with you to distract. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the pizza delivery. Like, where's the trailer? Or also, also, when you know that you're going to get caught and someone's going to approach you, start the conversation. You need to speak first before they do, and you ask them a question. It's like, hey, do you know where I am right now? Because I need to be over here. And then it kind of throws them off. So oh, that mate. way you can sneak on in with the pizzas. You you sound, I was yeah. Jimmy, you sound <laughs> experienced. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what you're talking pe- about. I'm the pizza delivery in my Star Wars t-shirt with my binoculars. <laughs> I'm the pizza guy. I got the binoculars. I've got, I've got my Converse, my black jeans on, and the Star Wars t-shirt. I've got a pizza here for Mr. McGregor. <laughs> Just want to let you know, this pizza looks great from a distance. I checked it out with my binoculars. I've got to be honest, cool Dad, those, those binoculars were fucking useless. I don't know why I took that with me, but there you oh go. Brilliant. Oh, it was... So yeah, I, I got to see. Uh, so did it? Did it look like Tatooine, mate? Answer me that. <laughs> no, <sighs> no, mate. Mission fail. It can't. It can't be. How well, they're the using the volume for a lot of things. Like I, I wonder well, yeah, what that, they're doing. That's yeah. what I wondered. Yeah, why? Why they would come to a little village in Derbyshire to film there? Because somebody has put on um, the internet of a somebody's obviously sent a drone up there. Oh, the so, internet. I've, I've heard of that. It's not me, by the way. I've not put the drone up. <laughs> but they've put like, so somebody must have put a drone up. And like, because from where we were, they kind of filmed down in the quarry. So you can't see it from all of it. Yeah. You could only see some of it. So this drone shows you even more of it. It's not Tatooine, mate. Nah, something, something new. Yep. Something flashbacks. New. Flashbacks. It's a nursery yeah. of Ray, right? But I don't, I don't even know for definite if it is Kenobi or it could, it could be Andor. It could be. For definite, and maybe there's a maybe there's a crossover where Kenobi hops in and says, like, "Hey, yo, what's up, Cassian?" Yeah, so there you go. So it's called Middle Peak Quarry. It was, and uh, yeah, fucking brilliant day. Awesome. So if you see if you see a pool of water with an obvious green screen behind it, you can say that Kev saw it from a distance. Got that picture right on here. I can say I saw that being filmed when you and turns yep. up, mate. <laughs> when you in turns up, but they did. The, the security guard did say they were filming that day. They'd set up two days before the Wednesday ah. and the Thursday. They were filming, and Friday they were coming back because there was this nice. one security guard, this young lad who was quite, quite all right. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what the plan is. They're going home Friday, so they're filming Wednesday, Thursday." But he had no, and it's weird because I've like, when you look online for like, you know, normally when they film, it's like when. I noticed there were Tom Cruise things in Derbyshire when he was there. There was Harrison Ford things because he's done the north of England and they were all yeah. tweeting pictures and putting pictures everywhere of them. There's been none of any Star Wars actor or anything from this Derbyshire mm. thing. So it could it could be a load of crap. It could be just something like <laughs> not Kev, even Star Wars related. Kev, can I ask you, um, which, uh, which vaccine did you get, mate? Uh, AstraZeneca, mate. Oh, that's that one that's got side effects of hallucinations and um, <laughs> stuff, of grandeur. Yeah. 
So it, this could be all like an elaborate ruse, couldn't it? So you know when I had a pipe with you in that night in the pub, we had a right good laugh together, the pair of us. <laughs> you and you and oh my god. Well, that is a very interesting uh, week in Star Wars, Mr. Gravit. Thank you, mate. That was good. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we're going to wrap this up here with checking about episode one, excuse me, season one, episode nine, Bounty Lost of the Bad Batch. Yeah, we Ed, ready for it? Play Let's do the it. tune. Clown. Helmet clone. <laughs> so the editing, so the editing budget, you know, it's top notch. A lot, a lot of money that. goes into the editing. Eric's probably like, "What the fuck?" Go ahead, anyway. No, nah, man, that minutes. sounds just like when I recorded my last record. It's exactly what we did. Up <laughs> 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 over everything. <laughs> Took me fifteen minutes. It's pretty good. It's um, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Bounty Lost, episode nine. Uh, Cad Bane continues. He, <clears throat> let's just go over it quickly. This is the episode where Cad Bane has Omega, and he's trying Omega. to get his money, forgetting her, forgetting her, not forgetting for anyway. And then Fennec Shan comes in and ruins his day, essentially. Right. The biggest thing, though. Saddens me. Yeah, Dad. Lost a big Dad. Tonway's here. Yeah. Tonway's oh. also now dead. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck I are they doing? That's... They're just ruining our like Star Wars. Oh, Tonway. On the whatever the twentieth anniversary of Attack of the Clones, we you we lose. You know, we lose Tonway, that character from that epic saga. <laughs> Bummer. From that epic quote. Chris, what's the quote? <laughs> Sorry? Dad? Tonway's here. Tonway's here. <laughs> I don't know. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I'll, that's it. That is it. And she was going to pay Cad Bane and bit the dust. Supposedly. Who knows? Maybe we can come back. Nah, she did. Uh, Fennec Shan was paid by Nalase, which doesn't really surprise me. So there's like an infighting thing going on with the Kemen No Wins. Yeah, that's going to come back in it later on. All the yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's... clear. Yeah, yeah, because they well, just want to they want to harvest Omega's DNA. Yeah, that's like the blank the blank slate, right? So because they can each make more clones going forward. She's Boba, but female. Boom. She's a sister, mate. Bobet, Bobet, baby. Yes. Oh yeah, Bobet, Bobet. He's got to come in here, any. You know what this means, come. Kev? Oh. More Boba figures that are like female now. You want? Okay, want to like, people are gonna have things to say about that. Yeah, uh, right. go ahead and just <laughs> mute Twitter right now. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> mute all social media, certain hashtags. Uh, so. Yeah. Do you think, like, at this point, would she be the same age as Boba? Or would he, by this point, would he be older? Like, is she the age he was, like, say, in Attack of the Clones mm. versus 
Yeah, I think he's a little but, bit older. I think yeah. he's like a teen, teenager. I think at this point. Yeah, older. That's my feeling. Yeah. Older at this point. Yeah. So why? I mean, I don't want to derail the whole conversation about this episode, but why wait to make another unaltered clone? It like all that time. Why did they wait until however, whenever she was created to do it after they already had, you know, second generation clones out there? What what was the impetus for that? I'm curious. Well, also, like, how? Because Django's dead. And why is it valuable when you have a method of making another one after he's dead? Possibly. I wonder if they use Boba's DNA to make her. That's why I wonder, maybe someone, whoever said sister a few minutes ago, I wonder if that's like, you know, your your clone sister, so to speak. Mm. I, well, it wasn't part of, was, well, Boba was uh, created because that was part of, um, uh, that was part of Django's fee, aside from his fee, which is tremendous, immeasurable, something like that. I forgot the, the modifier he used, but the descriptor. But he also said he wanted an unaltered clone created for himself. So maybe they just created one for him and they realized like, oh yeah, like this super pure clone that we can grow or harvest or whatever from this young age. Like this is the way to do it if we want to keep doing this going forward. Because I think it wasn't also either in a book or on the show, like they just can't keep making clones forever. Eventually like... You can't copy that VHS tape anymore because eventually, you know, the yeah, tape yeah. starts to fray yeah, yeah, and yeah. eventually it catches fire and it's like, oh shit, there goes my fucking VCR. Mm-hmm. That's probably part of it. Yeah, I don't, They must I don't, have a reason, though, don't they? That's yeah. going to come into it later of why they left it so long. Is that like what you say? Why, why wait? Maybe there's something more special about her. <gasps> yeah, I, I always thought she's force sensitive, but I, whoever had the thought that he, she just has the blended uh, attributes of all of the bad batchers, which accounts for her like force sensitivity, but it's not force sensitivity. I don't know. Hmm. Who's in the green? Who's in the green tags? Like, what was this location they met oh, at? Right. Yeah, it's like, like where, a, where was this? It's place? like Air Camino or something. Like, it's like in the air, sky, like Cloud City Camino. Okay, so it was a Camino, <laughs> like an old Camino. <laughs> That's how Camino. the cloning things there. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah. Bespin for a minute. Yeah, no, yeah, but there's apparently weird. cloning's being done there. They got the green tanks. Is that it's? I saw a Celestin in the tank. I paused it, rewound it, paused it, found it, saw it. Um, nice. Ooh. And then that alien that fell on top of Fennec looks like yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? Just a weird, that was weird. That was, that was, that was creepy as fucking fuck. weird so, fucking ugh. alien. Like I've never seen. Like it's like an alien like we would imagine as an alien here on Earth. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's creepy. All of it. I mean, I think they were leading towards the Snoke. They're like you know poking the the Snoke bear with that one because of the the tanks and. <clears throat> They keep Skywalker. doing that. Skywalker, also that green funkiness on it, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Well, they keep hinting at that. They did it Mandalorian, didn't they? With the cloning yeah. and all yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so they keep I know. Yeah. That Snoke stroke Palpatine thing. So um, this was another version of that, wasn't it? But I can't just bring the fat on, mate. That's what I can't. That's what we want to see, isn't it? Just bring big fat. bad BF, mate. Let's, Let's have him. Come on. It's not far off, is it? It's not far away. 
Dude, Come on, Dave. Big, big Dave. We, so let's fucking- let's have a movie where it's about Boba Fett, and he comes out and he's like talking to his mentor, and his mentor's like, "You have a sister." Wouldn't that be cool? And he didn't know it no. the whole time. Oh, you're gonna do that little that little <laughs> dichotomy thing there? Nah, no, no, no. There's, there's a reason you're a pharmacist, mate, and you don't work for Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's been fucking done before. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I think it's. I think this is kind of cool. It kind of was surprising to me. For She's a first-gen DNA, like Boba. Like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Like, uh, I, I'm really interested to see where they go with this. Mm. Yeah. I would imagine they probably just want to, because they're... Kamino's whole thing is about maintaining their clone deal with the Empire, making sure they have the contracts and like money. financial stability going. Yeah, money, power, influence. And they probably need Omega so that they can continue doing that. It's like, oh yeah, we can still produce these great A clones because you know, now that she has all these awesome attributes of all the bad batchers, theoretically this new batch of clone army people will have this as well. Maybe that's like the angle they're working at, but I mean, again, it's a kids show that's like twenty-two and a half minutes long each episode, so they got they can't get too deep with it. But it's cool is how it, they do a little bit. Is it? For us is it though? Is it though? Because we've all said that none of our kids watch it or give a shit about it. <laughs> I, no, you're right. So, all good points. I mean, this you know, if you want to look at it, this is the adult cartoon for the kids who were kids in two thousand two. Or in 2003 and four, when this all came mm. out, so you're touching on the heartstrings of a generation that is already like big on touching on heartstrings and like remembering how shit was great back in the 90s. Weird, um, and it sure was though, <laughs> <laughs> dude. It was man, Eric, best Touch decade ever, mate. Don't don't by a mile, by a mile. <sighs> Rotary phones were still a thing. Um, anything else on this episode? Cool little pod thing she hopped into. That was neat. Yeah. Um, cute. Just like a little bullet. I was a little surprised that they went ahead and wrapped up the her escaping and being back with the rest of the Bad Batch in the one episode gap. Yeah, yeah that was super and, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm glad because on one hand I was like, don't you hurt her. But, yeah. uh, you know, it, and I hate I hate copping out like this, but it's sort of a safe bet that she's going to live through this. You know, Disney's not going to off a kid, but right. um, I mean, at least, you know, a parent, of course. I mean, that's every Disney movie. First thing, <laughs> credits are barely done rolling up at the front, you know, produced by boom. Oh, no, your dad. Oh, but <laughs> now you, know, you have a not, hard life. Yeah. Well, you're going to have some struggles to overcome, but I'm sure if you stick to it and have the right friends, you'll be victorious in the end. Uh, and then roll credits. But I was surprised because now I feel like they cannot revisit that. That cannot happen again before the end. It's It would just be like a little too much to have her taken again by somebody yep. else. It's yep. like you, you already did this. You, you got to stop. So I'm wondering, like, from this point forward, what's going to be like, what are the stories going to be about? Is it going to be the, they're still being relentlessly pursued uh, by crosshair, I guess. Is it going to be that, 
you know, they're trying to figure out how to rescue crosshair now, maybe, or, or are they just going to be, you know, doing jobs, taking out ads in soldier hmm. of fortune magazines. <laughs> and, At the 18. Exactly. That's exactly. That's <laughs> good, good job with I the reference it. there. <laughs> and much like the A-Team, if you guys were ever into that show, you'll recall that somehow at the end of every episode, they never got paid. Much Somehow they managed, you know, because you'll find out that, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I lied to you. I just needed to rescue my dad so bad. And they're like, well, we understand. You know, we did use thousands of dollars of uh, parts and materials and gas for this stupid van. But yeah, it's all right. We're good. I don't think they ever shot anybody either, did they? Is We're just it? happy to help. Boy, they fired a lot of rounds on that show. Jeep. Get the uh, camera under the Jeep to fly over every shot. Man. <laughs> every shot. But no, I, well, no, I, I, no. Yeah, go on, Jimmy. No, go on, Kev. You, you start something. I don't know. Just, just going on. I mean, I think there was a line that I quite liked. And was it Fennec said something about the only thing? person you can count on yourself or something like that which is that heading something further down the line where she's going to leave the bad batch for some reason or have to hmm. be split up from them or something do you remember she's i'm sure she said something like that and i was kind of thought that was quite a cool line in it of something is that heading you know because it was great when she was reunited at the end like you said it was really quick but hmm. i don't know going further down the line will she because she sort of says at the end you know, promise I don't have to go back to Camino. Yeah. But I think she's going to have to. There'll be something that either she'll voluntarily go or... I, f I feel like the end of the Kaminoans might be in this series. Yeah. You know? Like, because like, you don't hear about them after. All of them. So, like, what happened to them kind of thing. Mm. And, I mean, yep. their planet isn't on any star charts anyway. So, pretty be pretty easy just to wipe them out. <laughs> Disappear them. <laughs> I was gonna say, be on the lookout for a uh, some tall, blonde, badass character who's not Katie Sackoff in the next season of Mandalorian. That could be Omega coming back at some point. They're prepping us now for it. Omega. I don't know. It's I, I wonder the same thing about the story as you, Chris. You know, where where are they going to go with this? Like, what's the end game here? Um, I think they're, 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 they got to flesh out what the whole source is with her and the Kaminoans and some big showdown battle there. You still got to see that Vice Admiral Martens, Martel, whoever the hell that other guy is next yeah, yeah. year, and uh, Grim off target. We haven't seen the end of him yet. We've got to see him again. He's got a fucking Black Series. Lobot ain't got one, <laughs> but he's got one. Exactly. So <laughs> we've got to see it for at Don't least mate. a couple more episodes. <laughs> Solo ain't got one. Ray Skywalker's not got one. That prick's got one. So he's definitely coming back into it. Yeah, he's definitely going to be back in for at least another five minutes worth of worth of uh, worth of audio. We're not a bitter Rubbish. podcast, Eric. Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. We don't yeah. give Hasbro shit for not having a Lobot Black. <laughs> yes, we yeah. Are. So, I guess anything else special that we want to like mention about this episode? Um, Fennec, just, Fennec Shan, mate. She's badass. Fucking brilliant, isn't she? Yeah. I just, I, I watching this, mate. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't wait to watch Bob. Book of Boba Fett is going to be awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Right. They've just set up live action Cad Bane, haven't they? He's going to come back. and Well, his seek, music is amazing, and I hope if they go live revenge. action, they pull yeah. that into the live action. Yeah. Oh, that Western theme, mate. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Glorious, isn't it? Glorious. Do you know, like, on, on a side note, what, what was interesting, as I know we've talked a lot about in past, haven't we, Kev? What's, 
what's been a shitty lot over the past year is not being able to watch new content together. Mm. Uh, my, my brother's been around this week, like doing work Ooh. on the house. <laughs> and he, he's well into it, Bad Batch. So we sat down for lunch and watched oh, Bad, mate. Bad, Bad Batch together. Nice. And it, nice. it, it, was, cool. it was great. It was awesome just having someone there yeah. like and like saying, oh, I wonder if, oh, oh, because he was like, Oh, she's definitely been ironed by. She's been hired by Erwitt Longneck and all that. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It, it, it was good. I was like, oh, I never thought of that. Brother terminology. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was good. He nailed it. Though, so mate, that, 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 that was good, mate. I fucking, I really hope that come Book of Boba Fett, mate, we can sit down every yeah. Friday or Wednesday or whenever it is and watch that mm-hmm. shit together again. We'll be it's gonna be ace. Oh, We're gonna yeah. just lose our and shit, mate. Perfect. I'll invite Jimmy, and he won't show up, and then we'll be jealous <laughs> of you guys. I bet you fuck off. You keep saying this. I still have yet to receive an invitation, asshole. <laughs> All I want to see is more spotchka being consumed. Yes, looks tasty. Yeah. Well, my son actually watched the most recent episode with me, only because it was on, and he had nowhere else to go sort of a captive audience and the thing is he doesn't my kids don't dislike it they're just not that that keen on it but yeah i mean he he thinks they're neat but he asked me too many questions i'm like this is why the closed <laughs> captions are on yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah don't you love that it's like who's that guy did they come back what about this character what happened to this one yeah i mean honestly you see you, this character you, in it you think about bad batch there's all like you have to know a lot before watching it Honestly, like you think about it, like all the background of where they're from and why they're in this era and where they're going and what's happening around them. Like the lay person isn't going to be interested unless yeah. they know a lot of it. Yeah, we did that. That happened this afternoon, mate, when I was watching. We got to the finale of, of Mando season two. You know that scene right at the start where the, the um, Mando and Boba Fett go in that bar and Bo-Katan and Koska Reeves is there. Yeah. And she starts calling him a clone, and my wife's like, "He's not a clone, is he?" Oh shit! So I'll, 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 <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, pause. <laughs> Hold on, pause. Let me pull up. Attack of the clones. Well, that actually, classic, that classic thing happened that happens all the time in the whole household. Where I was like, "Well, actually," <laughs> and, like ten minutes pass, and then she gives me that look that's like, "Oh, why do I let you put your dick in me?" <laughs> Dude, that's genius, though, man, because that's when she starts thinking, like, I'll just show him my boobs and we'll, 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 that'll shut him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one last thing. Does anybody think, like, Cad Bane's voice, I checked it out, and it is the same voice actor. But it's the modulation different of, to effect me. is totally different. Yeah, it is. They've taken that, um, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like this real notch-filtered, like high and tight thing that made it sound glitchier and grainier than it is. And I miss that because I realized now while visually he's amazing and all mm. of like the, just the way it's shot, if you will, you know, I know it's a cartoon, but it's still directed the same way with the, I mean, I just recently watched the, um, the man with no name trilogy, the Clint Eastwood movies of a nice fistful of dollars, few dollars more and good, bad. And the ugly. And I mean, dude, it's like, Ah, Cad yep. Bane, and and, and it's, yeah, it's yeah, Blondie. 
Why did they call him Blondie? His hair is not not blonde in the slightest. Yeah, he's not blonde at all. But uh, I mean, we 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 talked about this last week, didn't we? Because like that, basically, the first time Cad Bane shows up in the Bad Batch, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly just completely taken uh, from that, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, the showdown. But I do miss that voice effect, the being exactly the way it was in Clone Wars. Mm. You think they did that to try to like age him a little bit? Maybe or yeah, dude. Okay, so I'm just gonna tell you something funny here. It's like a, it's like a musician who records at home. I may, I switched over from using a Windows based thing that's very much like Pro Tools to yep. now on the Mac. Uh, my it, because of work, my main thing is Ableton Live, which is completely different. <laughs> I cannot get the same effect sounds, you know, for post production that I did on my Windows machine. Oh, so it's no like I got to go back and look. So I'm, I'm that's what I'm imagining. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Going yeah. back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought we does never anybody, had to do this again. Does anybody still have a license key for Windows 7? That's what's <laughs> on this machine. Dude, and Pro Tools is already fucking hard enough to deal with. Oh, my God, dude. It is. It's like there's nothing intuitive about it. No. I, I have a what it's if for lucky, this. Glitchy. What expensive. if? What if they already cast him for live action and they have a voice going into the live action series and they're just trying to bridge it. Oh, also, that's, yeah, be, dude, dude, that's way too smart. That's way He'd too big a, brain. Because he would be a lot older, wouldn't he, in, in Book of Boba Fett? Mm. Yeah. Hope, Unless they, they flash back. Come yeah. on, he's, he's going he's gonna to be in it, isn't he? <laughs> See, if, if, he is, if absolutely he's going to be in it, yeah. If it's the option between that and then what Eric says, like big brain versus like technical thing. I don't know. It's probably just technical thing. However, <laughs> we in, in the fandom will be like, dude, big brain move right there. Big brain. Yeah. So, I just thought of something else that happened this afternoon while we're watching Mandalorian. This, yeah, you know, it was, yes, oh, it was yesterday, actually, not this afternoon. In season, in season one, in Steel's favorite episode, episode five, right at the end when Fennec's been shot, and as as we know now, Boba Fett is the guy that turns up, and it's the boots and all that. Well, it it came on, and I was like, "Chill, chill." You know that's you know it's Boba Fett in it, and then she's like, well, "What are you talking about?" So I started telling her like about the Spurs sound <laughs> and the noises, the sound effects that they dropped in, like as a hint. <laughs> she's just looking at me like. <laughs> My wife does the same. This guy, this guy. (laughs) So the day that aired, right? (laughs) I'm talking to Hawes Burkhart from the Blue Harvest podcast, and he is like that that scene from It's Always Sunny Philadelphia with Charlie Day, and there's like strings going everywhere, and he's like giving me the PowerPoint presentation of why that's for sure Boba Fett. I'm like, (laughs) dang, man. Yep. Brilliant. I can, you know, I can, I, I can see it all in like my head right now in his voice too. That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had, guys, on the episode. Anybody else? Awesome. Yeah, well, no. Eric, thank you so much for joining us. We're gonna bring this to uh, a nice, wonderful end, folks. You can find us at Scruffy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Thank you all so much again episode 167 on a hot june 27th uh don't forget you can find our guest mrs strothers on twitter at eric strothers 
at bad underscore motivators and at the Sith list. Eric, again, thank you so much for having us on or having us on. Thanks you so much for <laughs> coming on with us. Yeah, that's a, that's a little announcement. This is weird. It's my yeah. show now. Prize. <laughs> yeah. Thank thanks. You, thanks for having me on, guys. I have had a blast. This has been a super good time. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, dead. Tonway's dead. <laughs> Check your things. We're leaving. <laughs> Take it easy. Ta-ra. <laughs> <laughs> this party's over.